Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us on the line now, or at least uh, I seem. It's uh, in, great to have you in studio, so to speak. Brooke Spector, the associate editor at uh, Daily Maverick newspaper and a retired American diplomat. Brooks, good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. All the best good. for 2023. Good afternoon. Good to be with you. I'm glad to hear about the shoes. Oh, oh, right. We'll talk about that another time. Very edible, very, very appetizing, I would say. Uh, Brooke, we'll be looking at the Ukrainian conflict. Now, that's going to be reaching, uh, I think, its first anniversary next month, something, something like the 24th of February, and how it has exactly. impacted uh, globally on economies and trade. It's strained uh, international relations. It's effect, uh, you know, in all spheres of life, on all platforms, etc., etc. My first question to you is, uh, where does South Africa stand within this current setup and the impact well, of, well, the, of the war? Yeah, unfortunately, it, South Africa, at least so far, stands in a very easy, uh, a very uneasy uh, position of a kind of declared neutrality, uh, and officially, at least, uh, seemingly relatively sympathetic to uh, to the Russian position, unable to take a positive vote at the UN about the invasion. Uh, and I, I think uh, the most extraordinary thing happening next month, just around the time of the anniversary of the invasion, South African naval forces will be in a joint military exercise with Russian naval forces oh. and Chinese naval forces in the Indian Ocean, uh, which sends almost precisely the wrong kind of signal to almost anybody paying attention. Uh, that's not an that's not an expression of neutrality by anybody's standards. Well, certainly this doesn't bode well for uh, international relations, certainly with Europe and uh, the United States and major trading partners. Uh, this, uh, these, as you say, these maneuvers that are going to take place in the Indian Ocean, where where is that going to lead now? Well, I, you know, it, it it depends a great deal, obviously, on what the texture of the of the maneuvers or exercises are, and what comes out of that. Are there further announcements about military cooperation? But it comes also uh, on the heels of that mysterious ship in Simonstown, either yeah. loading ammunition or offloading ammunition, and all of it taking place in the dark without the automatic navigation pinger that ships are supposed to keep on so people couldn't track their um, uh, track the location of the ship and the this seems to me to run counter to the uh, to the needs of people in South Africa the needs of Africans more generally mm-hmm. was a major contributor to world food stocks and the war is obviously making it much more difficult for that to happen. If you're, if you live in Lebanon, for example, or Tunisia or other parts of North Africa, uh, you are seriously hurting. Well, uh, if we can just expand on what you're just talking about now, how dependent are we on the Ukraine right now in terms of imports and, uh, are there adequate measures in place to secure the safety of this trade between us? If, if there is, if this does exist. Well, fortunately, in one sense, South Africa doesn't Sorry, Brooke, we seem to be having some uh, audio issues. We can't pick you up just yet. Uh, Craig is going to try and... Uh, we oh, sorry, we've got you back. Sorry, okay. sorry about that, uh, Brooke. 
No problem. I was answering your question about South Africa's uh, exposure to uh, the problems with Ukrainian grain exports. Yes. South Africa, best I understand, doesn't import much in the way of uh, Ukrainian grain directly. But remember, it's a world market for grain. In right. the same way as it's a world market for most other mm-hmm. major commodities, oil, right. natural gas, and so forth. Sure. And to the extent that there are shortages or blockages or supply chain problems, the prices rise, and they rise for all of the same products. So it, it isn't simply Ukrainian grain uh, that has a price problem associated with it. It's any grain imported from anywhere into this country, and the country does import grain now, although it exports other kinds of grains. Brooks, I I mentioned at the beginning when I introduced you to the show um, the issue about uh, uh, relations, foreign relations and uh, cooperation between nations, etc., etc. Diplomatic efforts at the moment, where do they stand uh, regarding, you know, ending this conflict and uh, settling this issue once and for all? Well, sadly, they're they're really at a standstill. I mean, Ukraine says, uh, yes, it'll negotiate, but it's not going to negotiate away its territory, which means that uh, they're not essentially going to negotiate with a pistol to their forehead in in metaphorical terms. Mm-hmm. And the Russians have said, uh, of course, we can negotiate, but none of the uh, the annexations that have happened so far, Crimea uh, eight years ago and then. Uh, the two provinces uh, in the Donbass region and parts of the Kherson province, sure. those are pretty accompli already, uh, right. and the Ukrainians are obviously not particularly interested in engaging in that kind of discussion. So uh, various countries, Turkey among them uh, most certainly, are trying to figure out ways to find a lever mm. to begin some sort of negotiation. Sure. Uh, and... There was briefly the flicker of hope that because the grain transport out of the Black Sea had had a kind of negotiated agreement, uh, mostly shepherded by Turkey and the UN. Right. Um, maybe that was a, you know, that was a forward step and leading to others, but so far, not so very much. Um, one thing that's happened in the last couple of days, I'm sure you've noticed it, the Russians launched a a missile uh, from an airplane just outside of Ukrainian's ter- Ukraine's territory, right. uh, which destroyed an entire apartment complex, a, a housing complex. Right. And there are dozens of people who are dead and many more who are wounded. Right. And it, uh, under no circumstances could you see that as, as, as using a, a weapon against a military installation sure. unless eight-year-olds constitute military personnel. Right. Brooks, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you, because there's so much to unpack in on this issue. Perhaps another time we'll call you in just to expand on this issue. Everything on the best for this year, Brooks, and, of course, for the conflict, and uh, that it should end and things will stabilize. We can only hope for the best, can't we? Brooks Spector, the associate editor at the Daily Maverick newspaper and a retired American diplomat.